talking to people in your audience is one of the most enlightening and wonderfully glorious things you can do that actually costs zero money. So um, for example, if you want to get some more insight around, is your current mission clear? For example, you're not really sure. Maybe some of your communications haven't been doing as well as you've wanted them to. An easy thing to do is create a survey. Hi, everyone. I'm Tristan McIver, the Program Advisor here at AMC MPO Solutions. Today on this strategic nonprofit, we will be discussing branding for your not-for-profit. I've invited Amy Small to join me on the podcast today. Amy is the EVP of Creative and Brand at MediaCause, which is a digital agency that helps not-for-profits grow and accelerate their impact. She is also the Managing Director of Rise Up Marketing Fellowship. That is a purpose-minded career launchpad for people who are typically overlooked by the marketing and advertising industries. Uh, Amy lives in Atlanta with her husband, two children, two sleepy cats, and one amazing dog. Welcome to the Strategic Nonprofit Podcast, Amy. Here at AMC, we do a lot of live webinars and virtual training for nonprofits across Canada. If you're looking for virtual governance training or strategic planning for your NPO, drop me a message and I'll be happy to go over options with you. More details are in the show notes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Trista. So could you tell me um, a little bit more about your role at MediaCause and also Rise Up? Absolutely. So here at MediaCause, uh, as you mentioned, we're a full service digital agency that works only with nonprofits. So we serve all kinds of different areas in the nonprofit world. We have a team of fundraisers, we have uh, advocacy, we have marketing. My area, I lead all of our creative strategy, our branding, and our design work. So anything, mostly anything that comes through the agency in one capacity or another is going to end up uh, in this side of the agency world. And as part of that, I work with art directors, designers, writers, uh, motion designers, and as well as brand strategists to bring all of it together. Excellent. And with um, Rise Up? So Rise Up actually launched out of our agency uh, in 2020. And I took over as managing director of the program earlier this year. And what Rise Up is, it's a a marketing fellowship. We are recently expanding it from four months to nine months to help diverse, often overlooked, underrepresented folks get their careers launched in the advertising and marketing industries. Uh, Not only because we've seen it in that side of the world, but we've also seen a lot of underrepresentation in the nonprofit world as well and want to make sure that everybody has a chance to build their careers and grow them and become leaders in this space. Excellent. Thank you for sharing a little bit more about yourself. So in regards to branding, uh, have you found that this is something of a new concept for the not-for-profit world? Yeah, so I actually came, uh, I spent the first 15 years or so of my career in the consumer world, working at traditional digital agencies, um, some big name holding companies, some smaller local digital shops, and branding there has always just been part of the process. Uh, You can't build a strong brand and get consumers to do what you want them to without having that foundation of brand. When I came over to the nonprofit world um, and opened the Media Cause Atlanta office in 2018, branding was not really something that most of our clients or potential clients, it wasn't on their radar. And I think there were a lot of questions uh, when we started talking about brand with them. Well, what is brand? We're, We're not a brand. We don't sell things. We're not a consumer products company. Um, And so over the last few years, though, I've begun to see a shift in that more organizations are recognizing that it's not just the the tactical pieces of their marketing that they put out there that represent who they are, but it's 
all of those underlying parts and pieces that communicate what they stand for. And they're starting to get that that's what a brand really is. And that's why it's so important to make sure that they have a strong one. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of crossover between corporate and not-for-profit. There, there is. Uh, it's actually really similar. I mean, the end goals may be different, right? Um, funding a mission or uplifting a community or um, doing medical research versus, you know, Nike uh, selling shoes ultimately, right? But when it comes back down to the basics of it, what both are trying to accomplish is to change and affect someone's heart and their mind, which eventually leads to what they do with their wallet. So the principles are very similar, taking from that consumer world and applying them into the nonprofit world is, is really just thinking about what's going to get someone to care. And I think that's one of the biggest, one of the biggest challenges in the nonprofit world really is that there are so many reasons to care. Every organization, it wouldn't exist if there wasn't a reason, right? But the brand comes back down to why should someone else care? when there are a million different things to care about. And that's why you have to have brand to be able to tell that story and connect with an audience on the level where they're gonna go, that hit me here, I get it. There's something that stirred inside of me and I wanna know more. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And as you say, there's so many um, organizations that probably do a similar thing. And and how do you, how do you reach out to those people and, and get and get those, you know, those donations? So I remember you had talked about you have um, three pillars uh, to brand. Can you explain a little bit more about that for our audience? Absolutely. So those are also very similar coming over from the consumer world. Um, I think a, a big misconception among a lot of spaces, not just in the nonprofit world, is that brand is all really about, it's like a one-way conversation. It's about you and telling the world what you believe in and what you want to do as an organization or as a company. But there are actually three very important parts. One of them is you. It is your organization. It's your mission. It's your goals. It's your beliefs. It's your programming. Uh, it's your strategic plan. It's all of those things. But that's only one component. So there are two other components that when we are looking at building a brand, we do a lot of research and discovery into to really try to understand. Um, the second one, but beyond your organization itself, is your audience. And I actually believe that's the most important one because they are the ones that you are trying to inspire. And so if you want to talk about your programming all day, that's great. But if what you are saying isn't going to resonate with them and get them to take action or learn more or do anything like that, um, it's gonna, it's not gonna work. So you have to understand the ins and outs of your audiences. And we think it's really important as well to go beyond demographics. So demographics is great. You wanna understand who they are, geographically where they live, their ages, their incomes, all of that stuff that essentially allows you to do the mechanical segmentation of your email lists. But then digging deeper than that, what are their mindsets? How do they view different things that are going on in the world today? Um, what are they interested in outside of the realm that you play in, right? Outside of your issue space. Where do they consume information? What media outlets do they use? What products do they spend their money on? What books do they read? I mean, some of that gets a little granular, but like thinking about who they are as people rather than as donors or supporters to make sure that when you're talking to them, you're able to hit on those things that are really important to them and that they care about in their life, not just in their life as it relates to your organization. And then the third piece of that puzzle is the broader landscape. 
which includes like thinking about the issue space. What other organizations are there playing in your space? Because you want to make sure that you have a message that is different or stands apart in some way to be able to have someone say, I want to donate to you versus you, or I want to give to you both because you're both doing something that's great and different. And then also thinking about um, contextual things that are going on in the world and current events and how different consumer trends or um, different political things as they may be are going to impact how someone may relate to your work as well. So when you take all of those three different spheres, you take what your organization is trying to accomplish and who you are, what the audience wants and needs, and how the outside world is affecting that, and you bring those three together, that's when you're sort of able to find those sweet spots. And that's where you pull out the insights that, that really get to the core of your brand. Oh, excellent. Well, thank you for sharing that. It's um, very insightful. Um, so with, you know, with a smaller organization, what could be the challenges um, with branding? I mean, there are definitely a few, of course, smaller organizations. I think it's, um, you know, in all, in all senses have to be a little bit scrappier when working on any parts of the work. And that's, it's great because oftentimes I think being scrappy leads to a lot of um, innovative solutions and different ways to approach things that you wouldn't normally get to otherwise. Yeah. So the same challenges that really occur in anything, budget is always gonna be a challenge. Um, branding typically, thinking again from, from sort of the consumer world, these big, laborious, very long, very costly processes. And if you're a smaller organization and you are trying to work with a branding consultant or an agency that doesn't necessarily have experience working with nonprofits, you're probably gonna get sticker shock. So one of the things is there, there are folks like my, my agency and other folks out there, we've been able to figure out how to get to a good place in a much smaller time frame with less budget. And it doesn't mean that the work is of lower quality, but it means that maybe we're not spending six months doing the research, we're spending two months doing the research and still getting to a place that's going to be valuable for helping you redefine or, or rebrand or evolve your positioning. Um, so budget, budget and timing are definitely one. I think another one that I see often is like everybody, um, nonprofits are eager to see results and brand is not an immediate ROI kind of engagement. Uh, brand building is called brand building for a reason because it takes time, just like awareness building is. And it's very easy and tempting to, you know, think, oh, I wish, I wish we had, I wish our logo was different. I wish we were, our mission statement was more articulated, more well articulated. But what I really need right now is to raise money. And when you, what, what happens when you do that is you go to continue to raise money, but you're not being as effective in that because you haven't spent the time to refine the brand, which is really the foundation for everything else. And so that's, that's a, a watch out just for organizations themselves. I think it's to, um, to recognize that yes, this over here, the dollars are important, but to make the dollars work harder and to get those, you have to invest a little bit of time upfront in the branding piece. And that's just a mindset shift. That's like thinking, okay, we're gonna make this investment that's going to benefit us so much more in the long term and make all of those other efforts better. So that's definitely a challenge, but it's, a, it's an easy one to overcome just with a little different way of thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And you know, with, <sighs> I think a lot of people find it challenging to be able to talk about 
their organization in a in a quick, I guess you could say, little elevator speech type of thing. So telling the story of what of what your mission is, what your vision is, what your organization rep- represents, that's that's something that is um, very important to be able to to get to get to that point where you can tell the story um, and and influence and, and get to that that the people's heart, as you, as you said. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit more about how, how you would suggest um, a, a, an organization to be able to get to, you know, telling that story, what, what key things would be, would be um, a good starting point? Well, I think one of them comes back to, to thinking about, um, audience, right? Because you want to make sure that the story that you're telling is relevant to the audience that you're speaking to. And so talking to people in your audience is one of the most enlightening and wonderfully glorious things you can do that actually costs zero money. So um, for example, if you want to get some more insight around, is your current mission clear? For example, you're not really sure. Maybe some of your communications haven't been doing as well as you've wanted them to an easy thing to do is create a survey and send it out to your email list or post it on your social media channels and ask some questions like, how would you explain to a friend what our organization does? And you would be so surprised to see all of the different various answers that come back. And when you get a spectrum of answers like that, it tells you two things. It tells you one, maybe we're not doing a good enough job of clearly articulating our mission and our work right, which is important. And two, you can start to see from the various audiences, each of them are honing in on things that are important to them. And so you can start to get to what matters. And when you can look at it through those lenses, every organization needs, like you were saying, an elevator picture, you know, that that single clear and quick way to explain themselves. But those will also have nuance depending on who you're talking to. Because if you are talking to a beneficiary of your organization, it's gonna be delivered with a little bit of different context than if you are talking to a major corporate donor. So those audience insights help fill in the gaps on both of those parts and help illuminate a lot of different things to be able to to craft the right story that you need. Because I have seen such tremendous um, impact from even very small brand tweaks that organizations we've worked with have made, whether it's updating a tagline, which seems very simple, but if it is the first thing that someone is seeing along with your logo, that makes a difference. Or we've worked on um, some projects where just the brand language that an organization was using felt very insider. And so the audiences that it was trying to reach didn't understand. And by simple tweaks of language, it makes it so much more welcoming and accessible for audiences of all kinds to be able to get involved. So their brand is made up of a million different little parts, but it's the, it's the sum of the parts that makes the difference. So tweaking here and tweaking there and tweaking there is wonderful to help get you to a place where you're going to be able to uh, accomplish everything that you need to in order to, to reach your mission. Thank you so much, Amy. It's been really great having you on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. To learn more about Amy, please check out our show notes at amcmposolutions.com. 
And to get in touch with me, you can find me on LinkedIn by looking up Trista McIver, and you can reach out to me on our website, amcmposolutions.com, where I'm happy to help organizations with governance, training, strategic planning, and bylaw reviews. But before we go, if you can spare a minute and you enjoyed this episode, help support the podcast by sharing it with others, post it on social media, and of course, like and subscribe. You can also leave a rating and review. Don't miss our next episode, where we'll be diving even deeper into the world of nonprofit branding with Ashley Sang, brand messaging strategist and consultant at Ashley Sang Consulting. If social good is at the center of your nonprofit, but you have no idea how to start communicating this to funders, supporters, and those yet to discover you, then tune in next time to discover why keeping your mission at the heart of your message all starts with value-based decision-making.